0: Welcome back to Moments from Moonberry Lake. I'm your host and author, Holly Varney, and in today's morning news from this sweet small town, we get to hear from our favorite elder in A Moment with Martha. Tripping Hazard There is a clear marker of when you are officially old. It's nothing as obvious as the announcement and passage into retirement, where the chaos of your days are exchanged for pickleball and golf. It's also not the change in the mail you receive, which becomes flooded with advertisements for life insurance, reverse mortgages, senior living facilities, and Hollywood stars who have reached the age where they grace the cover of the AARP magazine. No, What truly indicates the invisible line of crossing over to old age is the checklist your doctor will go through during a routine visit. With a serious face and concerned eyes, they'll lean in and ask, Do you have any small rugs in your home that you could trip on? At first I only stared at my doctor, thinking I hadn't heard her correctly. Tripping hazards are the most dangerous thing for you at this point, she clarified. The corner of a rug, a misstep, clutter lying on the floor, all could result in a bad fall that can change your life. You don't want a broken hip. Her warning not only had me going home and clearing the floor, but also got me thinking how tripping hazards have always been a part of our life. I went through my earlier years not worrying about falling, because if I did, I just got up. That's how all young people think. There are inevitable hurdles, potholes, and mistakes that make us all fall hard, but we brush ourselves off with maybe a tear in our eye and go on. We didn't worry about not getting up, because that wasn't a choice but along with the frailty of old age comes the silent but niggling question about our resilience to bounce back. As I move slower, I've become more aware of the obstacles and my waning strength to overcome them. There are always the exceptions that we cling to as beacons of hope, the tough old aunt who told everyone exactly what she thought of them and lived independently right up to her last breath. The neighbor around the corner who kept entering marathons into his 80s, albeit shuffling across the finish line, he'd later flash his participation medals to anyone willing to stop and look. The great-grandparent who shoveled their own sidewalk of snow and always added whiskey to their coffee cup ended up living longer than anyone in his family. The elderly friend who instead of emptying her house continues to fill every nook and cranny with Disney figurines from the Home Shopping Network. Those people didn't get rid of their oriental rugs or make pathways for a possible walker in the future. They lived unburdened by the what-could-happen scenarios. And I think there's a lesson in that. It's not that I want to be reckless in my behavior or ruthless in clearing out. I'm hoping to find some place in between. Tripping hazards are present, whether you are five or or 85. Your buoyancy just differs depending upon where you are on the timeline. The hardest hazards to overcome were the unavoidable heartbreak and disappointments, setbacks and challenges that brought us to our knees. All those metaphoric stumbles we took, leaving us feeling bruised and battered, yet we continued with the next step, I suppose I should be glad my tripping hazards today can be prevented with the removal of a rug curling at the edges that catches my shoe. It's a badge of honor that I've reached this far, and the difficulties in my life come down to home decoration. My goal now is to be the exception and beacon that future generations recall to assure themselves when they're forewarned about tripping hazards by their doctor. I only hope the story of my hearty spirit is a good one. Only time will tell. And if I remove those pesky rugs, I just might be around to hear it.